Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's the Football Friday of Dallas Week, a huge game. Eagles at the Cowboys Sunday night down in Dallas for first place in the NFC East. I got the Hall of Famer from WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia, Ray Dininger, to help me break it down. Ray, it's been a very busy, busy week in Eagle Land. Let's just start from the very beginning. Uh, Monday, Doug Peterson's comments on WIP were going to go down when we're going to win that game in Dallas. What did you think of Doug's remarks and, and how that maybe can help the Eagles in terms of motivating them for this week? Well, you look, look at it the other way, too. How much does it motivate the Cowboys? <laughs> we kind of see what uh, Zach Brown's comments did with Kirk Cousins a week ago. Uh, you know, people sort of roll their eyes when you talk about bulletin board material motivating professional athletes. And uh, I agree that it probably shouldn't, and it does seem kind of sophomoric. But the fact of the matter is sometimes it does. And, uh, you know, I'm sure Doug wishes he hadn't said that. But I, I, I kind of understand where he was coming from. I mean, they were coming off a really bad loss, and... Everybody was, the whole city was bummed out, and people were starting to ask questions about his football team, and I think he just wanted to send a positive message and let everybody know that, listen, there's season's not over, and there's a lot of football left to be played, and we still think we have a good team here, and we can win this game. That's really kind of what the message was, um, and he, he said it just a little more forcefully and a little more emphatically probably than he wanted to for public consumption, but I think in the long run, I don't think it's going to make that much difference. I mean, these two teams... First of all, there's a great history here. There's a great rivalry. They don't like each other. Their fan bases certainly don't like each other. So there's always a lot at stake, and there's always a lot of emotion when these two teams play. And right now you're tied for first place, both of them. And right now both of them need to kind of get the ship righted. So I think there's, all, there's just enough real stuff out there for them to play for it. They don't have to worry a whole lot about what Doug said on Monday. And ironically, on, on the same day, Ray, and you just you kind of alluded to it, the Eagles cut Zach Brown. They said it, Doug said it had nothing to do with what he said about Kirk Cousins. It was performance-based. Were you surprised they got rid of Brown? And when you look at it, was it a good move? They may not have Nigel Branham on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I was a little surprised um, in that, yeah, the guy did play 82% of your snaps on Sunday. Um but does it have anything to do with it? Sure. I, you know, I think that if, if Zach hadn't said what he said last week, I don't know if they would have done this. If they hadn't gotten beaten as badly as they did, I don't think they would have done this. But um, the fact is, his, 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 you can't argue with his comment. There hasn't been much production there. I mean, Zach has played a lot of snaps and not made a whole lot of plays this year. Uh, but I think that they just looked at what he said and just said, you know, that's, that's just something. I was just That's just so dumb. And I don't know that he is – I don't know if they viewed him as being all that great a fit in their locker room. And so, if he, if he listen, if he was playing Pro Bowl-level football, he probably could have said that and gotten away with it. But the fact is that he wasn't. So they're making the move. And, you know, I, don't, I mean, I don't think this was the sole motivation for Doug doing it. But I think there was a little bit of sending a message to the other players that, uh, you know, they come in on Monday and they look and all of a sudden, where there used to be a player, there's now an empty locker. And without, it's in a, without really posting it on the bulletin board, I think you're sending a message to the players that there's a price to be paid when you lose. And, uh, you know, this, this is Zach Brown this week, but it could be you next week. 
And right now, when your season's kind of hanging on the brink, that's, uh, that's not a bad message to send. In terms of Jalen Ramsey, Ray, uh, he went to the Rams for two first-round picks and a fourth-round pick. Would you have done the deal if, if, in fact, that was presented to the Eagles? Would you have done it? And the fact that they didn't do it, what, you know, regardless of whether or not it was offered, the fact that Jalen Ramsey just point-blank isn't in Philadelphia right now, what does that say about Howie Roseman? And what do you think of Howie Roseman's job since the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Well, um, I've... Assuming that offer was out there for all teams, if you're willing to, if you were willing to give up two number ones plus, mm-hmm. that you could have gotten Jalen Ramsey. Um, I, if I had been, if I had been Howie, listen, I would have thought about it long and hard, because number one, you have a clear need at that position right now. That was certainly demonstrated in Minnesota. And number two, Jalen Ramsey is, in my opinion, the best cornerback in football right now. So if you were going to get him, you weren't going to get him cheap. You knew that. Um, but in the in the end, if that had been sitting on the table in front of me, I probably would have said, you know what, great player, but I just can't do that. Mm-hmm. I, I I just think the price is too high. Plus the fact that uh, he's on the last year of a contract and he's going to want a new contract at the end of this year. And if you pay that price, if you pay that kind of price to bring him in here, you can't possibly let him go. Uh, so you're now in a situation where you're probably going to have to end of this year make him the highest paid defensive player in all of football which has enormous salary cap implications. So it's, it's not as simple as people make it that, yeah, let's just go get him and put him in the lineup. There's a lot you have to consider. And, I mean, I would have been real tempted to do it because I think he's that good, but I probably in the end would have said it's probably too much. It's probably a price that's a little bit more than I'm prepared to pay. And I, and I got one more for you, Ray, on terms of just like the just stuff that has happened to the Eagles this week because it has been a very action-packed week. And in my personal opinion, after Doug's comments, which I did not think were an issue, but after Doug's comments, I think it's been a rather bad week for the Eagles. These anonymous quotes that are being said to ESPN's Josina Anderson, one about Jalen Ramsey and how the Eagles, quote, dropped the ball, and the other one that came out yesterday in terms of the offense, about how the offense needs to make things simpler and sometimes just need to handle what is manageable. Even Peyton Manning knows when to check it down, which in essence, Ray, could be considered a dig at Carson Wentz. What do you make of these anonymous quotes being said to ESPN's Josina Anderson? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I, I, it doesn't make a, a whole lot of sense to me um, because if you, if you look at the offense this year, I mean, they're – I mean, they've been scoring points, uh, and if it, once you lost once you lost Deshaun Jackson, um, you became a much different offensive team. I mean, they they certainly weren't checking the ball down week one when they didn't have Desha- when they had Deshaun. Uh, I mean, they were a dynamic team. I mean, they were hitting big plays all over the place. You take him out of there, you know, you've changed your offense, and now you have a bunch of receivers that don't have that kind of speed. And I think you just kind of have to play with what you have. So uh, they haven't been as efficient as they could have been to this point, but I don't think this is a matter of them being conservative just because they want to be conservative. I think they're just playing with the, with the, with the cards that they have in their hand right mm-hmm. now. Um, I understand this kind of stuff happens when teams uh, are struggling, and this kind of stuff happens when teams are, are playing below, below expectations, both in terms of the public and internally. The Eagles didn't expect to be 3-3 three and three at this point. Uh, they didn't expect to get hammered the way they got hammered in Minnesota. So there's a, a high level of frustration uh, in the fan base and within the building, I'm sure. And so, you know, people say some things that, 
that are set out of frustration. But when I look at what's happening here, I, I don't see them as a team that's being hamstrung by its offensive philosophy. I just think they're trying to do the best they can with the players they have available to them right now. What are the key matchups and the keys to an Eagles victory this Sunday night in Dallas? Well, I think the big, the big one to me is uh, it looks like Andre Dillard is probably going to start at left tackle in place of Jason Peters, who's hurt again. Uh, and um, this is going to be the rookie's first start. And he's going to be matched up against Robert Quinn, who's a, a good defensive end, a real good pass rusher. So that's, that's a really tough test in your first game, in your first start in the NFL to be playing on the road in a big game in prime time against a very good pass rusher. So uh, you're talking about protecting the blind side of Carson Wentz. That's always big. And uh, to me, that's, that's the matchup I'm going to be watching because if, if Dillard has trouble with Quinn all night, then the Eagles are going to have trouble all night too. And what's your prediction, right? Who's going to win this game? I'm going to stick with the Eagles again. Mm-hmm. I, I just... Uh, First of all, playing in Dallas has never really been a problem for them. I mean, they lost there last year, but they've won four of the last six in that building. So they know that building. They know those fans. Eagles fans will be down there in pretty good numbers. I don't think the home field advantage is all that huge for the Cowboys. and Certainly, the Eagles have not had any problems winning down there. And the other thing is, it just seems to me that when the Eagles have been in this position the last couple of years, coming off a real bad loss, they generally respond quite well to it. I mean, a couple of years ago, they lost the game out in Seattle pretty badly, and they came back the next week against the Rams in the game that Wentz got hurt. They won, and then they went on their run and went to the Super Bowl. Last year, they had that horrific loss down in New Orleans, and they bounced back out of that and went on a run and wound up back in the playoffs again. Um, I kind of see them in the same position this year, coming off a really bad loss, sort of backs to the wall, know they need to rebound and give you a good performance, and on top of that, you're playing a a division opponent with a, that has a great rivalry with you. So for all of those reasons, I expect the Eagles to come back and give you a big effort this week. And the Cowboys, listen, the Cowboys have problems of their own. I mean, they've lost three games in a row, including one to the Jets last week. So, you know, they, these are not the Jimmy Johnson Cowboys. I mean, this is a beatable Cowboys team. And I think the Eagles are going to go to Dallas and get it done, and I'm saying close, but I think the Eagles will win, and I'm saying 27-24. to 27-24. Well, Ray, um, one of us is going to be right Monday morning because I picked the Cowboys to win 27-24. So, so, so one of us is going to get the right prediction. Who knows? And if the score is 27-24, one of us will get the right score too. Uh, thanks for the time as always, and we'll break it down Monday morning. I'll talk to you then, David. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. Hall of Famer Ray Dinninger of WIP and NBC Sports, Philadelphia. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 